0: Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Naref Soul, Nicole. So, I really want to welcome you back to another episode of IRL in Real Life. And I really feel that, you know, this episode is really leading us deeper into what it really means to live out our faith, you know, in the everyday. And fittingly, today's particular episode is called Are You There, God? I'm not sure about you, but there are certain times when um, you know, when you message your friends or uh, some people and you realise that they haven't really replied you in a very long time. You know, they leave you on red, there's a lot of blue ticks and you know, there's, like, there's, a, there's a whole kind of theory that's even associated with, you know, why, why we leave people on red and why we are also left on red. And we kind of question whether the person is really on the other line, you no, know, is the person listening, um, is the person even there actually? And that also kind of reflects, I think, on a deeper level, right? The fact that we want to be heard, we want to be seen, and we want to be loved. And in prayer sometimes, I also feel that I'm not really sure or 100% sure all of the time of God's presence in my life. And fittingly, I was reading yet another book by Franciscan Media. I think as you can tell, it's one of my go-to publishers recently. And I was reading a book by the same author, Daniel Horan, um, called God is Not Fair and Other Reasons for Gratitude. I found it such a hilarious entitle uh, actually, because it does seem that sometimes God is not fair. And very, very divinely, I think, uh, I was scrolling actually Instagram earlier today, and I saw this quote from a Buddy Together podcast, a podcast which I try my best to listen to but sometimes i really don't have time to listen to an entire episode but what they actually put in one of the the images that they were sharing on instagram is this particular sentence it's hard when you think god's forgotten you it's even harder when you see him remembering everybody else and that really really hit home for me because i think for a lot of the time i've been comparing my life i've been comparing where i am right now in this season you know in terms of like where i am at work you know this this season of singleness also as well and i sometimes do really feel that god has completely forgotten about me like he really doesn't care anymore he's just leaving me on red just like you know the way that sometimes we leave other people on red or people leave us on red or you know they ghost you know to kind of quote our modern lingo and it's hard it's already hard to think that we have forgotten, we have been forgotten and it's even harder when we look around and we see everybody, you know, kind of like, um, waltzing off into the sunset and just, just getting all of this happiness and, you know, looking like, wow, you know, such a, living such a fulfilled life, a perfect life with everything, a perfect job, you know, a loving relationship and, you know, a space for them to be themselves and, and I realized that what this quote really highlights for me is the fact that comparison really is a thief of joy. right? When we start to compare I think our circumstances to other people, we fall into this trap of thinking that God has completely forgotten about us because we have been sold on the idea that our life has to look a certain way. And if 2021 is um, any example, I think for me, you know, I think at every step of the way, things are changing, things are moving in ways that I never expected. And sometimes they're moving at way- in ways that are just way too fast for what I really anticipated in the first place. So when I look around and I see people at different stages of their life, inevitably, my human nature will be to be doubting, right? To really doubt God's loving presence in my life. Even Mother Teresa of Calcutta said, Sometimes I find myself saying I can't bear it any longer. But with the same breath, I say, I'm sorry, do with me what you will. And that is such a beautiful sentence because I think myself and a lot of people, sometimes we feel like this silence from God is so painful. We sometimes feel like we can't bear it any longer because Mother Teresa was talking about this period of spiritual darkness in her life. Can you imagine... A woman who did so much work for the poor and so much work for the less fortunate right was able to feel so distant from the lord that she loved so much and that is the most heart-wrenching thing is when you love uh when you love god or you love a person so much but the person does not reciprocate right in a certain way or you know just does not respond you know sometimes that's all we want actually at the end of the day like, it doesn't have to be a long text or a long message. We just want to know that people are there and that we are seen and we are heard. And this has been, I think, a perennial question for a lot of us. And I think in the silence of our hearts, you know, in, the pri- in the privacy and in the, in the, the unique spaces of our hearts, we have probably asked God this question as well. Like, are you really there, God? Where are you, God? Right? Have you forgotten about me, God? Have you forsaken me, God? That is exactly the cry that a lot of us have in our hearts. Sometimes we don't show it. Sometimes we don't admit that we feel that way, but deep down, we have that nagging thought that we don't know where God is and we don't know why He has remembered. You know, it's as if like we have this false idea of Him, thinking that you know He's like got a bag of presents and He's given everyone the present that you want so desperately, but that you can't have. And when you look at people opening in the present, you know, the things that are going to come up are going to be really negative emotions because we have become so narrow, right? That we are so fixated on certain things in our life. We are so fixated on these idols, right? That we start to glorify these idols, right? Instead of coming from a place of love, right? It no longer comes from a place of relationship and security. And I realized that because sometimes we feel very insecure in our attachments, you know, particularly with people and, and God as well. Right, we act out of uh, this particular space that we inhabit and we think and we start to doubt, right? We ruminate, right? We overthink and we think that, wow, this person is not there, this person doesn't love me anymore, this person isn't my friend anymore, you know, and our, our thoughts really run wild. And the same goes for our relationship with God. If we have don't have a, an established and secure relationship where we feel safe in the father's love, we will always doubt that he is there or he's not there. We will feel oh sometimes he's not there or we will look around us and start to compare and the comparison will really cripple us. I realise that if we are stuck in this cycle of comparison, you know and you know kind of looking at sometimes it's even social media, you know, you look at people's announcements, wow you know, getting married, having kids and then you wonder, Oh my goodness, how does that define my role as a woman? Does that mean that I am any much lesser? Does that mean that, you know, I'm defective or I don't have any inherent value? Of course, yeah, you know, sometimes the family story means like, oh we live in the twenty first century, you know, like that shouldn't be a concern. But it affects every woman at, at at a certain point in their life. At some point in their life, they will feel like, Wow god, where are you? It doesn't mean it has to be a specific type of situation or circumstance. But we have all asked this question before. At some point, are you there, God? And I just wanted to speak from this place of honesty, which is that this is a very real struggle. That's why this whole series is called IRL. And it's hard. It's definitely hard. Because, you know, we have this fixed idea of how life should look or what we should be doing at this particular stage or, you know, if we're even lovable at all. And the important thing though i think that i've taken away from this is that we need to anchor ourselves in the safety and security of the relationship that never changes with god right even though you know we might view him with you know some negative perceptions or we might doubt him or we might think that you know he's not for us and he doesn't want good things for us he's withholding something the truth is he never has withheld those good things it's just that we don't seem to be able or we will not be able to conceive and understand that his plans are better than any plans that we have in our mind, right? His plans are always going to be better. We always think that we know what's going to make us happy, but look at that, you know, when we give in to our temptations and desires, right, we, t- we come away with really feeling super empty, right? We gorge ourselves on food, we uh, get addicted to certain things, to alcohol, to to, all sorts of, you know, like, um things that we rely on, it's like a crutch, and we don't go back to the relationship that we have with him. Like, we try and distract ourselves. And that's also kind of a reason why we sometimes feel as if we are faced with this silence, I don't think that, you know, God is not there. Right? sometimes I still struggle definitely with this this uh, this entire question of are you there, God? But in moments like this, in moments of my weakness, I realize that increasingly I've turned to Him. I used to turn to other things. I used to try and distract myself and pretend that everything's fine and everything's okay. But that's just a bomb that is going to actually explode at some point in time it's a it's a ticking time bomb because there will be one point in time when you can no longer take it you can no longer struggle on your own and you will realise that yeah I have to rely on the one who made me the one who loves me and the one who holds the entire world in his safe hands so to answer that question about are you there God maybe it's an invitation for you and me to really recenter our prayer life right because prayer makes everything possible and it really changes everything it changes the language of that we have and it, it transforms it into a language of love and it transforms you know our faith not as a set of rules or things that we have to follow but as a relationship that we are continually deepening as the person of god that we are continually getting to know more and more each day So I invite us all to really re-examine our relationship, our communication with the Lord and to know that, right, in the silence, right, in the supposed silence, the Lord is actually speaking deeply, deeply into our hearts, right? And He's just actually waiting for us to listen, right, to just slow down and to listen to Him. So, yeah, that's uh, what I wanted to just say to you today and to really encourage you you know as we continue on this difficult but very very worthwhile journey i'll keep you in my prayers and god bless see you in the next episode